0: and give you the skills and confidence to get the score you want on your MCAT test day. Learn more about Blueprint MCAT at blueprintprep.com MCAT. All right, welcome back to the MCAT Podcast. If this is not your first time here, if this is your first time here, welcome to the MCAT Podcast. As I said in the opening, we are collaboration with Next Step Test Prep and myself, Dr. Ryan Gray of the Medical School Headquarters. If this is the first podcast that you've heard of ours or of mine, go check out our other shows over at mededmedia.com. That's M E D E D media.com. This week I'm battling a little bit of a cold, so I'm sorry if I sound a little off. Hopefully I'll be over it soon. Last week we talked a little bit about what to do when starting to prepare for the MCAT. This week we're going to jump into Those next steps when you want to actually dip your toes and start preparing with the material. So let's go ahead and get started. Let's say hi to Brian. Brian, we're back here rocking the MCAT podcast. Are you having fun yet? Absolutely. (laughs) That's awesome. So last week we talked about what to do when you first find out about the MCAT, and we talked about going and getting the the, double AMC official guide. This week, let's talk about those first steps in maybe figuring out where you are on the, the spectrum of, of, ready, of whether or not you're ready for the MCAT. And that, that really starts with a diagnostic test, correct?
1: Yeah, absolutely. There's a little bit, I don't want to call it controversy because that would be overstating it. But I think there's definitely a difference of opinion out there about whether or not it makes any sense to take a diagnostic test either at the beginning or before you begin your prep. Um, And I suppose there's some fairly forceful arguments that say diagnostics are pointless. um, But frankly, in, in my 15 years of doing this, working with thousands and thousands of students, I think I can pretty authoritatively say that that's That's nonsense. Everyone has to take a diagnostic test. Um, You have to take something that is very similar to the MCAT. It doesn't have to be a full eight-hour day, but it has to be in the format of the exam. It has to simulate the difficulty. and has to give you some sort of approximate score at the end so you know where you're starting out. So that's why at Next Step, the diagnostic, the free one that we give is half length. So it's not 40 passages. It's 20 passages long. It's not a seven-hour day. It's a three-and-a-half-hour day, but that's plenty enough to give you that initial analysis. <laughs>
0: uh, oh, it's only three-and-a-half hours, so that's easy. Only, yeah. Sign me <laughs> up. What so so let me play devil's advocate here and I I'll give you the pre-med's perspective on on the diagnostic. So I've always heard and, and and I often joke that a diagnostic is is there to scare the student into buying a test prep package.
1: Okay. Uh, If there's any scaring involved, we would hope it would scare the pre-med into getting their butt moving uh, and start working. So, yeah, I mean, look, I used to work for one of those big companies, and the dirty little secret known on the inside was that the initial assessment was intentionally made very difficult for um, not so much the reason you're saying about scaring anybody, but just more to – make it very, very clear to the student how challenging the experience was going to be. Mm. Um, uh, We absolutely don't do that at Next Step. Uh, We have a whole bunch of internal data about the reliability and validity of our diagnostic compared to AMC Practice Test 1 scores. Um, And we are very confident in asserting that our initial diagnostic is um, of a difficulty that very closely approximates the real AMC and that we have tweaked our scoring scale to make those little adjustments so that the score you get on our diagnostic would actually be fairly precisely predict how you would do on the official AMC practice exam if you took that the next day. Um, And over the tens of thousands of students that we've had take the diagnostic, that data has proven to have high statistical validity. So, uh, you know, I don't know these days how other companies operate, but how NextUp operates is our diag is absolutely a valid and reliable prediction of your current level of MCAT skill.
0: I like it. Diag. I'm learning the lingo here. <laughs> yeah, right. So you you talked a little bit about w- there's some controversy on when to take it. I, I think as a pre-med student, m- my goal is always to maximize my test scores, right? That We're type A students. We want to do the best we do in everything. And so I want to do the best that I possibly can on a diagnostic, which – Logically, to me, means I'm going to wait to take the diagnostic until I've taken all my prereqs, which the MCAT covers a lot of classes, and so it's going to be a while mm-hmm. to take that diagnostic. What do you do? You recommend that? Where, where do you see the diagnostic falling in, in coursework?
1: Absolutely, yeah. There's um, we're we're gonna you know a little sneak preview in a couple of weeks. We're going to be putting out a podcast about when you should take. The, the, the actual MCAT itself, um, and you shouldn't even be thinking about the MCAT until you've actually done the prerequisite coursework. And where the diagnostic falls is at the very beginning of the prep process. So let's just kind of arbitrarily say, oh, I'm planning to take the MCAT on June 1st. So I should probably take my MCAT diagnostic somewhere between January and March, you know, anywhere from three or four to five or six months before when I plan to take the MCAT, so that I know right from the get-go what's gonna, what, you know, what what's the work I have cut out for me. Um, And and Ryan, here's where the real distinction comes in: the amount of time you have to put into the MCAT is going to vary by orders of magnitude for some students. Uh, What I mean by that is if you come into Next Step and you take our initial diagnostic test, um, and let's say you score very, very well. On our diagnostic, you score in the top 20 top 10% in the nation uh, with, with no real prep, just your initial assessment, you bang out a 510 or a 512, a really phenomenal score. That means your MCAT prep is going to be very different than somebody who comes in and really struggles with the diagnostic, gets a, a 490, a 495, scores in the, the bottom 20% in the nation. And so you don't want to sit there and, and make, you know, build all these castles in the sky without a foundation, without knowing, look, I'm coming in at this point. My goal is that point, so here's how much work I have to do. And without a diagnostic test, how are you going to know?
0: All right. So in, in your mind, the diagnostic is really the launching point for your MCAT prep and not something like you mentioned last week with the AMC guide. It's, it's not something to use to just get an idea of what's coming in the future.
1: Right, exactly. the the You want to think of the, the day you take the diagnostic test as the day you actually formally begin prepping for the exam.
0: All right, so there you go, diagnostic tests. Aren't you so excited to go dive in? If you are, go over to Next Step Test Prep. Obviously, they have a diagnostic that you can take and get prepared for the MCAT. If you are interested in any of their products or services, a specific coupon code that's only mentioned here in this podcast or uh, in the episodes of this MCAT podcast is the code MCATPOD, that's capital, all capital letters, M-C-A-T-P-O-D, and that'll give you $50 off any of the tutoring packages and ten percent off any of the exam, any of their MCAT exam products, like the exams, um, their their books and other stuff. So again, check that out. Next step test prep, um, and go check it out. Yeah. All right. If you have any questions for us, any topics you want us to cover. Go. You can you can just email me Ryan at medicalschoolhq.net. dot net. That's the easiest way. I would always love a rating and review for iTunes. That's how that's how iTunes shows the love. You can do that at the dot com slash iTunes. And when you leave a review, we read it here on the podcast because that's always fun. So I. I hope you enjoyed the information today, and more than enjoyed it, I hope it was useful for you to continue you on the journey to a successful MCAT score. I hope you join us next week here at the MCAT Podcast.